0: This is Sophie Lawson from sophielawson.com, and this is episode four of the So Free Art podcast, which is a little podcast I do each week about art and things, and this one is going to be about erasers, primarily working with pencils, and it's just going to be a little podcast talking about my favourite types of erasers and stuff like that. You can get show notes and everything for this podcast at sofreeart.com. I'm still doing the 13.30 painting challenge with Leslie Sater. I'm currently on day 23, I think it is. Six, seven. Yeah, day 23. So there's only a week left of that. And next week's podcast is actually going to be about some of the things I've learned and how I found painting. Because I've not really done traditional painting before and it's been a really fun little experiment so I'm going to talk about some of that next week but this one's going to be all about erasers and I thought like last week's episode I would start with some fun facts about erasers. I found these on a couple of websites I'll put links in the show notes and the first one is something I said about last week which is that erasers used to be breadcrumbs. Before they invented the eraser, artists and writers used to use breadcrumbs to erase their mistakes. (laughs) The second one is that erasers were invented by mistake, or (laughs) I need to erase that. Erasers were invented by accident. So the invention of the eraser is generally credited to British engineer Edward Nain and he claimed he inadvertently picked up a piece of rubber instead of breadcrumbs. He said, thereby realising rubber's erasing properties. This is a good one, number three. Erasers don't work manually, they work chemically. And I'll read this little bit here. It says, pencils work because when they are put to paper, their graphite mingles with the fibre particles that comprises the paper. And erasers work in turn because the polymers that make them up Are stickier than the particles of paper so graphite particles end up getting stuck to the eraser instead they're almost like sticky magnets I found that quite interesting because I've never really I never really like I've never really tried to understand why erasers work they just they just do but and the final one number four is one that I've made up (laughs) and it's that um, the eraser, because in the UK, we really we call erasers rubbers. Most people say just call them rubber. And rubber is also the same name as condom, <laughs> it's like slang for condom. So I thought that would be quite a fun one to put in. <laughs> and that's basically it for fun facts about erasers. So, right, one of my favourite art books, it's the first art book that I ever studied from is keys to drawing by Bert Dodgson <laughs> keys to drawing by Bert Dodgson um, and I haven't actually got that at the moment because somebody's borrowing it and it's a shame because inside that book he has like a chapter dedicated just to erasers um, because I always thought that erasers were just something you use to like erase mistakes but what I learned from that book and what I've learned ever since is that the erasers are like just as important as the pencils and you can actually draw with erasers you can you can sort of work backwards. And at art class I think it was about four weeks ago at art class we had a tutored session where what we had to do was the first hour we um we went we were working with charcoal and for the first hour we weren't allowed to touch um the charcoal. We were only allowed to use pencil. So firstly we covered the paper in a thick layer of charcoal and then we had an hour to um, study the model and work backwards so we were picking out the highlights with the eraser (laughs) instead of like drawing like you normally do we were going in reverse and then for the second half we had the charcoal and we could put in some details and stuff but Doing things like that is really fun because it, it kind of messes with your head a bit because you're having to look at the lights and, and draw the lights in. but so that all that to say that like erasers are way more than just something you use to like get rid of mistakes. but they, Erasers really do come into their own with realistic pencil drawing. With sketching I don't really use them that much. Um, it's more when I'm doing realistic pencil work. Especially if you're doing something like hair or fur, you can, if you've got a nice sharp eraser, you can really pick out details, and that's how you can get like some nice effects. But firstly, let's talk about the main types of erasers. There's four main types of erasers that I'm gonna quickly talk about, and the first one is the good old plastic eraser, which is just your normal like rectangle eraser. That's the one you use mostly for like erasing mistakes or big areas and stuff and the one that I've fallen in love with is the Tombo mono plastic eraser. I'm just, what I'm going to do is I'm going to read the little piece of thing that i put together on the website and I'll put links in the show notes to all of this. Um, but this little plastic eraser, this 1.2 by 11.5 by 14.5 centimetre mono eraser is a Japanese import. It's used by all the manga artists, which is why I originally purchased it, and it is heavenly. (laughs) Not only can you remove some pretty dark tones with this thing, but you'll have confidence knowing that it won't smudge your work. You can be really forceful with this eraser, and it won't break apart like other erasers. I seriously love this thing. It even comes in like a sexy little blue and black um, cardboard sleeve, which I think is cool. And something that's really cool is, so I actually saw this eraser on one of the characters' desks during the anime Your Name. And, and that, like, I just that made me smile because it was, it, was, it was really weird seeing this eraser, like, in an anime. And that anime is actually really good, it's called Your Name. And it's about a male character who wakes up in a female character. Uh, his body and a female character who wakes up in his male body, and that, that's a really good anime actually. But this little eraser is really good for removing large areas of tone, sorting out dirty edges, and I also use it to clean my dirty desk after a, a drawing session because I tend to get um, like graphite all over the place, so I just use this to clean it, and like no matter how forceful I am with this, it never falls apart, it is a it's a really reliable uh, good little eraser that. so I highly recommend that one. The next eraser is, I'll talk about the kneaded eraser. I tried about three or four different kneaded erasers and at first I was going to give up because I couldn't get on with them. I really struggled to um, be able to control them because unlike the um, plastic eraser kneaded eraser you, it's like you've got a bit of um blue tack or something in your hand so you can actually mold the eraser to like a, th- a fine point and it's really like um, sticky so it's good for removing little bits of tone instead of like completely erasing it but I was really struggling at first to um, like get to grips with it and I almost gave up until I tried this kneaded eraser by Faber Castell, and it comes in a nice little plastic case, which you can hear there. (laughs) And these things they last forever. Um, I've had this eraser now for I've got like about four of these, and they seem to just last forever because what you do is you pull a piece off the corner, so that you have a little tiny piece in your hat in your fingers, and then you can like roll it up into a point. But I've been using this same little piece for a couple of years and it still works. <laughs> so you could just buy one of these and you wouldn't have to buy any more for, like, like I say, for years. Whilst I've never really been able to truly 100% get to grips with the kneaded eraser, I still use it a lot because of its ability to do things that other erasers can't, such as softly removing tone, creating effects... Like blurry backgrounds I've actually got one of my pencil drawings of Miranda Kerr and um, the background is like it's all out of focus and a lot of that was achieved with this kneaded eraser by like um, softly pulling the tone out to make it look a bit out of focus um, and I feel in the right hands this thing could be epic but I still struggle with it to be honest and I, I see other people they seem to get much better results with it but I still use it even though I've never truly felt at one with that one <laughs> at one with that one the reason I was struggling with the other kneaded erasers was because they were really hard but this Faber-Castell one is really it, it's the um, stickiest one I've ever used and that's why I like it because I found I could um you could really be very sensitive with it to get pull off just a tiny piece of tone and you can push and get a lot more so there's a lot more control with that one, I guess. And it's good for creating effects in the background and softly removing tones. So the next eraser is definitely my favorite eraser. And it's actually amazing how many people don't know about this eraser. I think if everyone got one of these, they would just realize how much it can change your drawings and really improve the things you can do. It it adds so much um, like ability to your drawing. And it is the Tombow Mono Zero Eraser Pen. And it's made by the same people, Tombow, who make, the, who make my favourite plastic eraser. And whilst that one comes in a little blue and black cardboard sleeve, this pen eraser comes in a plastic casing, which has got the same blue, white and black case. And it just looks really sexy, to be honest. <laughs> but I'll read the little thing that I put on the website and I said, this is my most favourite of all art tools. I would say this is my most used tool behind the pencil. It can do so much. If I was only allowed one eraser, this would be the one I'd choose. It's m- maybe not the best in certain situations, such as erasing large areas, but this thing can still do it, it would just take a while. <laughs> I recommend having some sort of craft knife on hand with these, as you will want to cut the eraser from time to time to restore a nice clean edge this is a fantastic eraser and I always have this in my left hand when drawing so that I can quickly call upon it when I need it instead of having to hunt for it and so a couple of things about this one so if you can hear that it's how it works is you Put, you get this long eraser, which is, I think it's only about two millimetres. So it's incredibly thin. And you slide it into the case. And then when you click the top, the bottom comes out. So you can get just a tiny piece of eraser. And then if you cut it with a knife, you can get a really sharp point. And because you're holding it like a pencil, because you've got the whole case in your hand, because you're holding it like a pencil, it means you can almost draw with the eraser so that means you can if you if you cut it with a knife you can you can literally draw thin white lines over the top top of graphite say you're drawing like a load of hair or fur um, you could like put all your pencil lines down blend it with the tortillion and then using this um, eraser pen you could go in and put like white highlights and if you keep doing that in the end you'll have really thick looking hair so um, this is one of the main ways I would say to create realistic looking hair and fur and things but it's also really good for like other things so say when you've got your eyes and stuff you can go in and pull out little white shapes in the eyes add your highlights this this is just an amazing um, eraser uh, this one actually comes in a couple of cases it comes the ones I've got are uh, it's got like a blue, the blue, white and black case, like I said. But you can also buy it in a pure black case and a pure sil- uh, silver case. Well, I personally like the blue and black one, it looks nice. And a little tip, on the end of this eraser, um, there's like a little cap, so you can clip it onto paper and stuff, like on, like a pencil cap. But I actually thought, I actually found that was getting in the way, because as I was using it, um it would, that that little cap would keep hitting my finger and moving the eraser around. So if I had a nice sharp edge, it, it would keep moving it to the dirty edge. So I personally removed that cap and it's now, it doesn't look as good because you've removed the cap, but it just actually works a lot better and it's more user friendly. So that's just a little tip. And that's it really, this is... This is my favourite of all erasers, it's just an amazing eraser and it's, it's good for like I said, detail like pencils, sorting out dirty edges and adding highlights. And then the final eraser that I like to use is a battery eraser and you can also get electric erasers but this one just uses two little um, batteries. And you will use a lot of batteries because it it tends to eat the batteries up. And it also eats up the erasers. So what what happens is you buy like a pack of little erasers. They're almost the same as um, what goes into that eraser pen. They're very thin. You put them into the end of this battery operated eraser. And then if you get a piece of sandpaper and you turn it on, the eraser spins really fast and you can sort of, shape the eraser to point and stuff so this is the best eraser for getting back to a pure white because it spins so fast it's it's just going to be amazing at getting pure white so I always use this right at the very end of doing a realistic pencil drawing and it's amazing for like picking out say you're drawing lips and you you want to put like lip gloss so you want you want to have like the ziggy zag highlight shape. This is amazing for that because you can you can just go in and do like a ziggy zag, and it will come out pure white. And it's also really good for getting the whites of the eyes, just getting that little circle. But you will have to keep shaping the edge with the sandpaper, and like I said, you'll have to stock up on batteries. But the one I use is the Jacker jack are battery operated eraser and you can get them in loads of different colors but i got the blue one and this is what i said on the website i said (laughs) this bad boy normally comes out at the end of my realistic drawings when the fun starts and i need to make things pop (laughs) the white catch light in the eyes for instance i'd always use this for that um, while it's also good for picking out white lines, such as when rendering realistic hair, I would normally reach for the mono eraser pen, as I find that more consistent. Because the thing with this one is, with the eraser pen, you're actually holding it like a pencil, so you have loads of control, whereas with this, it's it's much more thicker, and the edge is is a lot more inconsistent, because, because you, you're not going to always have the same thickness. So, with the mono eraser pen, you know you're going to what sort of line you're going to get. And you just seem to be able to do a much more controlled line. Whereas with this, sometimes I'll do it and I'll accidentally move slightly and it, it will go like a, a jaggy line. So, I only really use it for doing circles and, like I said, the zigzag on the lips. And that's it, really. Like I said, I'm... I went through quite a lot of different erasers at the beginning and these were my personal favourite ones. And there's a load of really fun exercises to do with the erasers, which is why it's a shame I haven't got my book Keys to Drawing by Bert Dodson, because in there he's got a chapter on just using the eraser and he has these fun little exercises of um, various ways you can draw with the eraser it just teaches you how to use each type of eraser i recommend getting that book actually for the, for that uh, like i said they're they're way more than just used for uh, erasing they are they're probably just as important as the pencil really for drawing especially with realistic pencil drawing and i would certainly say i would definitely say get one of those mono eraser pens Something I forgot to mention actually is that the mono eraser pen, you can buy it um, as either it comes in two different types because there's, there's one that's got like a rectangle end and there's another one that's got a circular end and I personally find the circular one much much better. I have got the rectangular one but I never use it because um, the circle one is just more accurate because it's a smaller diameter. It allows you to get much thinner lines and I just find it I just find it much more consistent and accurate. So I would recommend getting this circular one. I'll put a link in the show notes for that. And that's it really. Well next week was I was gonna look at a load of different tools next week, but I've decided I'm going to cover the painting challenge instead. And then after that I'm gonna start doing more podcasts about like mental things because personally I'm, I'm more interested in the mental side of things, so I'll be doing podcasts about like how art helps with social anxiety, how it helps you see the world differently, because it's very, there's a, there's a very big sort of psychological part of drawing, um, like changing the way you see the world, so I, I think that'd be fun to talk about, and there's a fun thing I've noticed, which is that Drawing is very much like meditating. So I'm going to talk about like the similarities between drawing and meditating, which I think would be fun. And I've just got a load of other things like that that I think will be interesting. So that's for the future. I hope you found this one interesting. You can find show notes at sophieart.com and you can find me on Twitter at sophielawsonart.com and on Instagram at sophie.lawson, and you can also find the website at sophielawson.com. But until next time, here's the this week's quote, and it is from Orlando A. Batista: "The best eraser in the world is a good night's sleep." <laughs> Orlando A. Batista.